0: Hello there, and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter four, verse four declares, "The man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God." This podcast exists to your lives and empower destiny. Is the breaking of the bread of the Word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. And our aim is to see lives build and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share and make sure that you do not just benefit alone but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello friends and Welcome to today's episode of in part podcast my name is Pastor George and I am sincerely delighted as always to spend the next few minutes of your time even as we go into what we're going to be sharing today again I am grateful and thankful for you being here and it's my prayer that you are blessed not just by this episode but even by subsequent ones, the previous ones and subsequent ones. Do so please find time to listen to any other ones that we've done in time past. And the whole intention is that people are blessed, God's name is glorified, and that His word find expression and fulfillment in our lives. Today we're going to be looking at what I have entitled actually two words rich. Rich, rich, as an R-I-C-H, rich, rich, to have wealth, you know, and rich, talking about coverage, ability to get to, okay, so that's our title for today, two words, rich, rich, and we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, in chapter 8 of Matthew, we'll begin from Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 to 2, and then we're going to jump over to Matthew chapter 8, and in verse 1, 2, 3. Are you ready? Now, let's go into today's word. The Bible reads, I'm actually excited. The Bible reads of Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. It says, uh, and seeing the multitude now this is talking about Jesus and seeing the multitude he went up into the mountain and when he was set his disciples came unto him and he opened his mouth and taught them saying now Matthew chapter 5 it's the the the, the teaching that we call the beatitudes the beatitudes Jesus began to expound on different things and began to teach those that gathered around him. Different. This is in the beginning of the ministry of Jesus. Now let's read it again. And seeing the multitude, he went up into the mountain, and when he was set, some says when he had, a, he was seated. Um, the disciples came to him, and when he saw them or when they had come to him, he opened his mouth. Obviously. And began to teach them same. Then he goes on into the other things. Now before we get to chapter 8, uh, you will hear Jesus teaching about anger and reconciliation. Jesus taught on things um, about you being the salt of the earth and the, being the light of the world. He talked about adultery and divorce. He talked about oaths and, and retaliation. Uh, he did teachings before Matthew chapter eight there he did he was able to do teachings about um almsgiving he did teachings about prayer and fasting he was also able to touch on anxiety and and god's kingdom he was able uh to talk about possessions and and different things and then he goes on and on I was able to teach about false prophets and um uh, um, the prayer and the golden rule. He talked about the straight and the white gate. However, by the time we get to chapter 8, we are introduced uh, to something else. Now he has finished teaching and then something else played out. Now in chapter 8, verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, when he was come down, remember in the beginning of chapter 5, he had gone up the mountain sat down and then began to teach some of the things that I just uh, highlighted. Now in chapter 8, he had finished teaching. Here's what the Bible says. When he was come down from the mountain and a great multitude followed him, I will imagine as well, and behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou will, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the Bible says, his leprosy was cleansed. Chapter 5, Jesus goes up the mountain, sits down and began to teach. Chapter 8, he had finished teaching and then he descended. It's like the law of gravity that whatever goes up must come down. Having finished teaching, he descended, however, as he came down with everybody else that was with him on the mountain, they all came down, but at the foot of the mountain was this guy who was leprous. At the foot of the mountain was this guy who seemingly, you will agree with me, that could not make it up the mountain because of his condition. He was leprous, had no toes and fingers, and he couldn't get up the mountain. He was incapacitated. He was handicapped. And so he stayed at the foot of the mountain. And then when Jesus came down, he came to jesus and accosted jesus and worshiped him the bible says and then he made a request he said master I'm trying to get his word he said lord if thou will if you would please um can you make me clean and jesus responded and said i will now be clean And the Bible says immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Um, You can agree with me or you will agree with me, dear friends, that from the very onset, I told you this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry, and from the very onset, Jesus demonstrated what I call equality. Between all and amongst all, he demonstrated equality. He demonstrated not just equality, but the removal of the separatist line of demarcations. Yeah, uh, 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 that he he demonstrated or made a statement with his actions uh, that there is no bearing anyone, regardless. There is no barren anyone. In other words, that in his ministry, it's going to be, his ministry is going to be a ministry for all. There is no barren anyone. There is no uh, Greek nor Jew and that race and this race and this color and that color and this one belonging to the social strata or the other one. He he brought and enthroned uh, the principle of equality. The way of life that suggests to remove, not suggest really removing, in demonstrated I would say the removal of the separatist line of demarcation. People are demarcated in society uh, along various. Lines and 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 uh, if you want stratas and and clouds and rays and all of those different things, uh, he says there is not going to be uh, an attitude that bars anyone from coming to him. Now, you ready? The four things that I want to pick out from the story that I just uh, brought to you, four things uh, very quickly. Number one, and I think they're very are vital, and if you would, pivotal in what we're talking about. Number one, that God or Jesus or God himself is the God of both the high and the mighty and the low and weak. Hear me closely. He's both the God of the high and mighty and the low and weak, regardless of whether you're high and mighty or low and weak, you can be high and strong, or low and, uh, 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 and weak, he's your God, regardless of what class you find yourself experientially, or uh, inexperienced really, he's your God. His government, listen to me, his government is inclusive of everybody. Irrespective of social strata, political affiliations, irrespective of our economic dispositions, and even religious inclinations uh, these are the things that divide us today uh, it's, it's political difference it's, it's, uh, it's social strata and political affiliations of, who you belong to who you dine and wine with where you are connected to who you an associate and associate with uh, it's the lines of economic dispositions uh, there is a rich and the middle class and the low class and that class uh, and that class and there is religious Inclinations and um, religion has become a very veritable tool that evil men and sometimes in society really have the devil have successfully be used to 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 separate us from each other, to bring division, you know. But I want you to know from the story that God is a God of both the high and mighty and the low and the weak. He's a God of everyone. He's a God of both the high and mighty and the low and weak and everything else in between. Wherever you find yourself, He's your God. Number two, that even though you might not be able to make it to the top of the mountain, listen to this, he will rec- nonetheless come down to meet you where you are, at the bottom or the foot of the mountain. i say that again. that That's the second point. That even though you or me or whoever for that matter may not be able or might not be able to make it to the top of the mountain, Find rest, don't worry, God is able and will come down nonetheless to the bottom of the mountain, to the foot of the mountain and meet you there. You read it in the Bible, you and I, that door you at least you helped me read it, that door we're faced with limitations and and inadequacies and inabilities and incapabilities and holders in life and obstacles and hindrances, everything that limits us, Jesus breaks the barriers and reaches everyone. No matter what the limiting factor or situation is in your life today, I've come to remind you that your God is able to go beyond borders, go beyond the limitation, look and go beyond the hurdles and obstacles and hindrances and get to you. He's able to break every barrier that may have been placed in your way. That he inhibits you, uh, prohibits you, stops you, forbids you, hinders you from attaining all that he has called you to be or that which he has installed for you. Hmm number one, again, remember that he's the God of both the high and the mighty and the low and the weak. And secondly, that even though you might not be able to make it like this leprous guy to the top of the mountain, I can't get there. I'm not able to go there. I'm not fortunate to be able to make it. There things uh, that have kept me here, but regardless, uh, I am one. I've come to let you know that your God is able to look beyond the limitation and come down to you. Ooh, uh, talk about about rich talk about rich talk about coverage talk about extending his love his power his might his compassion beyond your limitations then the bible reminds us in john chapter 1 in john chapter 1 really from verse 1 all the way down but beginning in verse 1 in john chapter 1 he says in the beginning was the word The word was with God and the word was God. The Bible gives us another information that the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, all things were made by him, all, A-double-L nothing left out, everything, that if you ever see anything that is made or was made or that will be made, he tells you that all things without exception were made by him. And he says, without him was nothing made that was made. Hmm. The Bible says in him was a light and the light was a life of men and the light shined it in darkness and darkness comprehended it not Now, if you take that, the one the Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of Him was light, and the light was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and comprehended. You know, this word was God, and this word was with God, and this word has been in the very beginning. However, if you read and go all the way down to verse 14, 1-4, the Bible says, And the world became flesh and dwelt and lived and inhabited or habited with us and we beheld His glory. We could see Him, we could feel Him, we could touch Him, we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Wait a minute, this word, The Bible began in John chapter 1 by telling us where this word was in the beginning was the word. This word has existed in the beginning. Where was this word? He was with God. And the same was in the beginning with God. This word was with God. And this word was God. And this word was with God. There. With God in his realm. However, since we're unable, we you know, are human because of our human limitations and the things that we're not God. We have our limitations. Uh, we um, we cannot get there to be with the world you will meet, uh, where the world is in that spiritual realm. There's things uh, that has kept us and uh, We're obviously sane and everything else has happened uh, And we're not able to get there. However, God in his magnanimity and compassion, love and care... Steps out of his glory, and in verse fourteen, and comes down to us. The Bible says, "And the Word that is with God, that we are not able to get to, became flesh, took on the form of a man, and came down to us at the bottom of the mountain, if you will. And the Word became flesh. Guess what? And dwelt amongst us, and lived amongst us, and." Uh, Ah, We didn't just know about it or hear about it. We beheld it. We can see it. We can feel it. We understand it because it is not a fiction or fictitious story. It's true. That even though, once again, you're unable to get to the top of the mountain, but it's able to come down to you where you are. Oof. Number three, number three, quickly, I don't want to get stuck there. Number three, you ought to position you. This is very important because there is a part of what we need to do. It's not just enough to shout about the first one and the second point, but you have to understand what do I need to do. What is in it for me? Is this going to come at no price? Is this going to come? Well, really, salvation is at no cost, at no price. However, you have to receive it, though. You have to do the action of receiving. Now, so there is a part that you have to play. Is a oh, here's my thought point. You ought to position yourself despite your shortcomings and limitations. You ought you ought to position yourself despite your shortcomings and limitations. Can I let you know? You might want to write this down. That a rightly positioned man is a rightly located man. Position is of essence. I am unable to go to the mountain. I am incapacitated. I am unable. I don't have all it takes. I am limited. I am faced with just very many limitations. It could be anything. It could be anything. It could be money. It could be exposure. It could be education. It could be background. And, and I feel what. what Ever the limitation is, I may not be able to go to the top of the mountain, but I am going to position myself here at the bottom with the knowledge of that He's going to meet me. I might not be able to get into those rooms and that groups, but I have a goal that can reach me regardless of my limitations and dispositions and, and, and whatever demarcation life has pushed me into. But I am going to wait. I'm going to I, I'm, I'm going to position here Because I know that if you went up the mountain, he's going to come down. He will not stay on the mountain forever. For whatever goes up, comes down. If the world which is God, which was with God in the beginning could come down, I am going to with God. I may not be able to do so and so and go there and go there and do that and get that. But I know that you are compassionate enough. You are not just rich. You also have a wide reach. You have of wide coverage, your coverage extends from your glory to my glory, my glory story. He comes down for the two generations to meet with me where I am. I am going to position myself. I'm not gonna leave, I'm not gonna run out, I'm not gonna get despondent and 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 curse God. And no, no, no. I'm going to position here because I know that He's coming to me, He's going to come my way, He's going to come down to the bottom of this mountain. Jesus comes down to the bottom of the mountain and there was this guy and says, Master Lord, if you will, please make me whole. And Jesus says, Of course I will. And that's my next point. That's my fourth point. That Jesus is willing. Hear this. He can and he will. I'll say it again. Jesus is willing. He can and he will. Because you must understand that it's not just enough to will, but you have to have the ability to do. But I am grateful that we serve a God who is able to will and to do. I can talk, I can will, I might have good intention of doing something, of blessing someone, of meeting any need. I might be well intentioned, but that's one thing. The other thing is, do I have the resource, do I have the ability, the enablement, do I have all it takes to actually put to practice or, or bring to reality my good intention. I can promise you something and even though that I, should, I should be wise enough to know that if I'm unable I should not promise it but it's a reality it's a truth that one needs to know that humans can say something and promise something and, 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 and wish to do something with good intention well intention but if they don't have it unable or something because we are limited but thanks be to God the Bible says that who always 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 causes us to triumph. Why? Because it's a God who is not only willing, but able. Ability is a big thing. I can have the mind and the intention, good intention for that matter, to do it. But if I'm unable, if I'm not able, if I don't have the ability, the resource, the power, the strength, the might, all that it takes to do that. But I'm grateful that this guy waited and here comes a God who says yes, I will. yes, I will. And he did it. He said, now be healed. Be cleansed. I will not stop at willing to heal you. I will not stop at willing to restore you. I will not stop at willing to bless you. I will not stop at willing to change the situations of your life. You have waited. you positioned that. Here you are. you trusted and you waited. I will go as far, as far, as far, as far. Actually, doing it. Hear me closely. Your God is able. Your God is willing and your God can. You know why? Because he's coming your way. He's coming your way. I stopped by today to remind you or tell you, I'll encourage you or motivate you. However, you receive this, that your God is coming your way. He's coming your way. He may have been on top of the mountain, he may have been so and so place and there and over there, and maybe you couldn't reach them, maybe you couldn't attend. it may have been a few years, he may have been a few months, but you've been waiting, wait there. He's coming your way. He's coming your way he's coming your way he's coming your way and you must understand that when he comes your way every obstacle in your way gives way <laughs> Sounds like a right. rhyme. When he comes your way, every obstacle in your way gives way. When he comes your way, every obstacle in your way gives way. When the master, when the Lord overall, when Jesus, the, 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 the all-knowing, all-powerful, the almighty God comes your way. Everything in your way. Gives where a few people he came there wearing the Bible just to pump up your faith a little bit. You know the story of Jairus and Jairus's do- Jairus, sorry, and Jairus's daughter. You find that in Mark chapter five. Uh, this young girl, twelve year old, was dead, uh, and Jesus came to the house. Uh, they invited him in Mark chapter five. He came to the house. People were mourning and crying and weeping and wailing. And he said to them, why are you crying for this damn cell? This little girl is not dead. She's only sleeping. And they began to laugh at him. People might laugh at you when you believe God for healing or restoration or turn around in a situation. They might mock you to scorn. The Bible says that even Jesus was not spared. They laughed at him to scorn in the story. And what he did, he put them out. He put them out Leave the room, lift the room. You have got to know, have to shut out next. Negative voices in your head, uh, negative voices from your circle that tells you you will not amount to anything, that tells you it's not possible, that tells you it cannot be attained, that tells you that God has forgotten about you. Every negative voice in in around in your head, wherever it is, uh, that seems to suggest that this is how it's going to end. That there is no help, there is no succor. no one is coming for your help. The master cannot help you. You cannot help yourself. The society, no, no, those are lies from the pit of hell. You must learn to shut those voices out. And Jesus put them all out of the house and then he shut the door. He only brought in the mother and the father and then he went down to the little girl and he said, little damsel, arise. He, he actually, I would say he spoke in tongues, he said, talita kumi, Ooh, which means damsel. Rise, and the Bible says immediately she came back to life. When he comes your way, things strangers. How about mother? Peter's mother-in-law? Peter's mother-in-law was sick in Luke chapter 4. And when Jesus came into the house, when he came, when he came, I told you, he's coming, he's coming your way, he's coming your way, he's coming your way, he's coming your way. When he came to the house, he healed her. What about the woman with the issue of blood, the same story happened in, in the same uh, uh it's, a, it's a series of events that happened while Jesus was on his way to to the house of Jairus. And this woman stopped him on the way, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. He was on his way and she stopped him in, in the way, she stopped him in the way. He's on this way. No wonder the Bible says, Jesus testifying about himself says, I am the way. I am the way. Oh, you just caught that right now. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. I am the way. So no one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way. You're going to pass through me. And he was in the way. And somebody met him on the way. And when he got to the, oh, he's coming your way. Because he's the way. He's the way. The way is coming your way. And when he comes your way, every obstacle in your way gives way. Ooh. I'll say that again. That sounds so good. Uh, Jesus, the way, the way, the way is coming your way. And when he comes your way, everything in your way gives way. Because he is the way. He is the way. And the way is coming your way. When he comes your way, everything in your way gives way. (sighs) Ah. And so this woman with the issue of blood met him in the way. And you know that that 12 years of infirmity gave way. When he came the way of the man with the withered hand in the sanctuary, in the synagogue, withered hand, Jesus looked at him and said, stretch forth your hand or your arm. And he and indeed, the Bible says he was made whole. What about the woman with the what it was bound for 18 years in Luke chapter 13? Woman that was bound and bent over when Jesus came in her way, he said to her, Woman, thou I loser. her. What about the man that was by the pool of Bethesda? for 38 years. Same condition. He was there by the pool, but no help and no succor and no remedy, no healing, no restoration. Jesus came his way on a certain day like today in the name of Jesus. He's coming your way. I declare he's coming your way when he got to the way of this guy that has been at the pool for 38 years. uh, You know what happened. Uh, At the end of the story, he told the arise, pick up your mat, your bed, whatever it is that you're laying on and move. I prophetically declare to you that now is about the time that is coming your way and everything that you have that have been carrying you. Mm. You know you've been delivered. Uh, when you start carrying the thing that was carrying you, when you start carrying on you and moving, you are now able to lift what you couldn't lift, able to do what you couldn't do. Now you're carrying what was initially carrying you. You used to be bedridden and laying on the mat in whatever way that could be figurative now. You are unable, you are incapacitated, uh, laying on something, couldn't move, uh, couldn't do something. But now, not only are you able to Do it that you were able to carry it with ease. He said, arise, Jesus said to him, pick up your mat and leave or walk and he did. When he came the way of, of, of the man born blind in the book of John chapter 9, he was born blind, the Bible says, from his birth, and when Jesus came his way, there was a change, there was a change. What about Lazarus? I can go on and on and on and on and on and on, but I want to remind you that the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as it Eagles that they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. You have got to wait. On the Lord at the foot of the mountain, at the foot of your mountain. To wait upon the Lord, we connote you waiting prayerfully. Wait prayerfully. Wait prayerfully. To wait at the foot of the mountain is to wait in absolute trust and total dependence upon God. No options, no options, no options. Absolute dependence on God. Total dependence on God. To wait at the foot of the mountain is to stay with God, is to hold on to his promises for your life even in the face of delay, in the face of opposition, it's taking too long to happen, there's so many things in the way, but when He comes your way, remember, every obstacle in your way gives way, you just have to be in the way, stay there, stay there to wait upon the Lord, is to do your part while God does his part, do your part while God does his part. I love what David said uh, in Psalm chapter uh, I believe it's chapter 61 verse 2. He said from the end of the earth will I cry unto you. But when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lord, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me, lead me, lead me. he lead you today to that rock that is higher than you and I. And that rock is Jesus. The eternal rock of ages is Jesus. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it. Run into that name. And they are saved. The safety in this rock, there's safety in this rock. And finally, brethren, I'm reminded of the Bible passage in Romans chapter 10, verse 12. This is really where my title came from. The Bible says that in Romans chapter 10, verse 12, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call on him. For the same, he said, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Romans chapter 10 verse 12. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Why? For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. He is Lord over all. He is rich unto all. He can reach and he's got wealth. He's rich and has a wide reach. Hmm. He's rich unto all, and he reaches all. He's rich unto all, and he reaches all. He rich. You are in the all. I am in the all. He is rich enough to reach me. He is rich enough to reach me. he God enough in his ability and power and might and compassion, and is able to reach me. He's God, rich. He's got a rich reach. He's got a rich reach. Your God has got a rich reach. He's got a rich reach. Don't be scared. Don't think he's going to forget you. No, no. He's not limited like I am. He's not limited like your mom or dad or relative or boss. He's not limited like we are. He's got a rich reach. He can touch. He can heal. He can go. He can go beyond borders. He can do anything. For the Lord has reached unto all and has reach over all. Here's the pain. That Call upon him. I pray for you today. May the hand of God touch you wherever you are, in whatever situation, not just place, location, but even in situation. Wherever you are, as a place, location wise, or situationally, whatever the issue is, or whatever the situation is, your God is able. That's the bottom of your mountain. Stay right there. He's coming your way. Remember, He is the way. And when this way comes your way, everything in your way gives way. He is the way. And when this way comes your way, everything in your way gives way. You have got to position yourself in the way. In the way. Be in the way. He's going to pass this way. I know his word. I know what he said to me. I'm going to hold on to his promise that that is you standing in His way. Because he's not going to look you and overlook you and pass you by. Because with him there is no limitation. He's got a wide Rich. He is God a rich, rich. May the hand of the Lord be upon him. May this week be for you an amazing week. Go and succeed. Go and prosper. Be all that is called you to be. May He give you miracles and testimonies, even beyond your imagination. (laughs) Oh I I, I better stop till I come here again. I remain yours truly, Pastor Church. Skip winning. Remember, it's not over until you win. Listen to this. He's enough.